This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A partial call out of Colorado Springs pile crews after yesterday's double punch of snow. Well, yesterday morning saw about 40 pile trucks and crews out about clearing city roadways. There's about half that number this morning handling the snow that stopped falling around 10 last night. Sean Lucero managing this morning's response. So the biggest thing we're encountering this morning is some black ice. Uh, we've had spotty areas um, of just ice throughout town. We had some good melt yesterday and uh, with the good melt and cold temperatures created some icy spots. He says crews are mainly laying down de-icer and advises drivers to watch out for a lack of traction. And while traffic volumes were light yesterday, making it somewhat easier for plow crews to work, he says that the de-icer tenders works better when there's more cars traveling over it, like what we're expected to see today. A man is facing charges in Colorado Springs after reportedly setting a vehicle on fire near downtown. Police were called to the 1800 block of North Cascade Avenue Sunday night after the fire was reported. They later arrested 22-year-old Elton Duncan in connection with their investigation. He was booked into the El Paso County Jail where he's being held without bond following his arrest. The Colorado State Patrol says one person is dead following a crash on Highway 85, this near the South Academy Boulevard. Exit. This crash was reported just before 10 o'clock last night. Investigators have released few details, saying only that a 1991 Ford pickup was involved and one person died at the scene. Officials in Colorado Springs say more than a dozen cats died in a house fire last week. According to the fire department, 19 cats were killed when the blaze broke out near Sproul Lane Friday morning. Authorities said three cats survived. No humans were injured. Firefighters were unable to inform the homeowners immediately following the fire. It's not known if they've made contact since. Well, with the price of eggs skyrocketing nationwide, it turns out that our supply issues here in Colorado actually worse than many other states. The main factor, of course, has been the avian flu, but a new Colorado law requiring more space for hens may impact our already low supply. Farmers and stores can now only sell eggs in Colorado if they provide their hens with at least one square foot of floor space per hen in a cage-free housing system. The timing of the new law is a perfect storm when combined with the avian flu outbreak. More than one and a half million egg laying hens in Colorado were depopulated because of it, lowering the supply. Aubrey Day with Bread and Butter Market, a local market which uses a smaller supplier, hasn't had the same issues related to the avian flu. When folks find out that we have eggs and that the big stores aren't carrying them, they're flying out of here faster than we would have predicted. So, The USDA believes that the prices have peaked for eggs and will come down soon. Meanwhile, how the new cage-free egg law affects farmers will impact consumer prices will be something we'll be following over the next few months. And beginning next year, the requirement will get even stiffer as farmers will have to give one and a half square feet to each hen. Pueblo police are urging residents to stop giving money to panhandlers accused of running a scam. Pueblo police say the group claims they are collecting money for a child with cancer and for funeral expenses. That's according to cards they're holding up at intersections. According to police, the supposed cause for collection is all fake. Roger Schneider with the Pueblo police now saying residents need to make sure that they're donating to other causes where they know where their money is going. What brought it to our attention was... It was the same photo, the same information on the child um, requesting for the same purpose. The alleged scammers have been spotted all over Pueblo. Councilmember Dennis Flores says he'll be bringing up the issue at the next sitting council meeting next Monday. Staying in Pueblo, where the United Way of Pueblo County hoping the city council will give them a million dollars in funding to build a nonprofit hub in the area. 
The organization presented plans of the Nonprofit Leadership Empowerment and Development Center to the council back in October. The building would provide a central location for nonprofits to hold meetings and offer services in the Pueblo area. They're asking the council to set aside a million dollars in American Rescue Plan Act funding for the center. A vote is expected later this month. The new year kicks off the race for mayor and city council positions in Colorado Springs. City clerk staff assistant Carlene Thompson says candidates who want to be on that April 4th ballot can make it official when the city clerk and recorder's office opens today. They can complete an affidavit of candidacy and then that makes it official that they are running for that particular position. They may be official, but don't get a spot on the ballot until they would get 100 registered Colorado Springs voters to sign a petition of support. Thompson says those are due back to the city clerk's office by January 23rd. Close to a half dozen people have already indicated they plan to run for mayor. The large number influenced by current mayor John Southers not running again because of term limits. Partly cloudy skies and chilly temperatures as we head into the afternoon. We're looking at highs today in the mid-30s around Colorado Springs, about 41 in the Pueblo area. And we'll continue to see some scattered snow showers out along the Continental Divide in the mountains. Overnight lows on Wednesday will dip down into the teens, 13 Colorado Springs, 18 in Pueblo. And again, kind of on the cool side tomorrow afternoon with mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies and a high of 39 degrees here in Colorado Springs, 47 for the Steel City. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.